Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Share this podcast. In my night. Yep. Well, my gorilla's a little bit more than just a ordinary gorilla. He's a bad gorilla, and there's some inside him that might be a little bit human. So it's gonna be a big surprise in the Omni. The Koloff, the Kid and Ivan Koloff World Titles against Dusty Rose, the American Dream, and a full-blooded, blooded American gorilla, brother. And there will be gorilla shit all over the army. <laughs> I got that yeah, so fucked up. Like <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's wow. my favorite Dusty promo ever now. Parties. You 
got your rallies and your pyro and all the stars from WWE. Talk your shit, Phil. Phil, you talk your shit on your TNT. <laughs> oh, what's up, guys? Tim Zabriskie here, back at it again with the brand new vid. Oh my gosh, Philly, I think we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. You know, we had a perfect show last week, Phil. Nothing wrong, and now we're just having all these freaking issues and everything like that. What is happening? For I mean, behind the curtain. I, I came home and I couldn't even boot up my computer. Uh, I mean, that's how this night has started, and yeah. it's been gremlins in the machine ever since. Typically, we try to start right at, you know, 8.30, but, but yeah. Who's yeah. on time? Exactly. Who's I'm on the president of wrestling. Who? I deserve my own entrance <laughs> at my own time. Exactly. And, Phil, let me give you that entrance. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I know I just showed his face already, but uh, we're doing things a little bit backwards today. The one, the only, the incomparable, the president of wrestling, Mr. Phil Stamper, everybody. <laughs> what? The incomparable. The incomparable. Phil Stamper. Do you want that up top? I could, uh, I could do it. Ooh, there you go. It may, I'm not gonna do it because it may, it may just break everything. Right. Not tonight, cause tonight is not it. We yeah. don't want to press our luck, because we're going double or nothing. We're going double or nothing, Phil. Now, last week though, we do have to go back to the to the uh, WWE Money in the Bank pay per view card, and do just we really. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, just for a second, all right? I know that last week we were like, yeah, we're not going to talk about AEW <laughs> at all, and this week we're really not going to talk about WWE very much, but, Phil, we have to give it to you because you evened up the scores here, Phil. You made everything 3-3. Three to three. Heading into double or nothing, I just feel like it was fate, Phil. You, um, the So what we do here, guys, the way that we play Am is— Am I Lisa Simpson? Uh yeah, you call, give me give me the loser. Go ahead. You, you're 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 welcome to do that today. Um, but to everybody else that's playing at home, basically what we do here on this podcast is we call the predictions for all of the winners, and then um we rack them all on the points. Um, as the card is actually happening, and we even throw in some half point bets and things like that. And then from there, we take it. We take that. And we um we go head to head. And now, as you can see here. The scores are tied, so um, out of the three, oh, um, we also do this on the YouTube page. They clicked the wrong button, but anyway, um, um, what are you doing Tim? <laughs> out of the pay per views that we've had thus far this year, out of all of the wrestlings, um, we're si we're tied up three to three right now. So I won the first three in a row. Phil got double points, or should I say? Double points on uh, WrestleMania, and then he also just won Money in the Bank, which makes us three to three, heading into another round of double points for uh, AEW Double or Nothing. So, um, 
Um, the phone lines are open, everybody. The phone number is 518-350-4312. And let me just make sure that the phone lines actually are open, Phil, because that's the kind of night that we're having here. Yes, it uh, is. <laughs> phone lines are open yeah. now. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, 518-350-4312. Um, feel free to call in at any point in the show and let us know what predictions that you have as well. Or don't. Or don't. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to. Oh, oh. All right, Phil. Um, so I'm going to let you elaborate to all the people at home that maybe don't know the whole story on AEW while I go close this closet before uh, my uh, my producer sees that I left it open, and um, uh, and we'll go from there. Phil, go right ahead. You don't want all your unmentionable. Let's see. That's what I wanted. All right, I'm going to do this. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's been that kind of night cause, because we're about to talk about Double or Nothing All Elite Wrestling making its debut event. Now, for those of you who might remember a little event back in September called All In. Now, All In was a brainchild of, of especially the Young Bucks, and they brought along Cody Rhodes. Uh, and then as things had developed over the course of time, uh, all, all In, which was produced in association with Ring of Honor, um, things move forward with Tony Khan stepping in and being interested in starting up a professional wrestling company. Now, who's and Tony Khan? So Tony Khan is one of the owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay. Um, wow. He also owns uh, Soccer League Fulham FC, um, and he is a billionaire, big capital B. Okay. Uh, and has dumped about $2 million um, as startup costs for all elite wrestling. Now he owns other many other things too. Uh, uh, he's uh, chairman of True Media Networks, um, a Boston-based engineering firm specialized in innovative sports analytics. Um, he also helped fund Activist Artist Management, which is a talent management and advisory firm. So hmm. he has some a bit of a diverse portfolio, as you might expect from a, from a billionaire with a, speci a specific interest. In professional wrestling. Yeah, he, uh, um, he he was doing some interview recently, and he said that uh, he used to take his father's private jet to Philadelphia for ECW shows. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's funny, Phil. You can't write that shit. Think about that. ECW is, like, falling. They're going through all this financial trouble, and this fucking guy is showing up to watch this shit happen in a private jet and was like, I'm going to do this one day. Isn't that this funny? This fucking guy. This, this fucking, fucking guy. guy. That should be his, uh, because you know he's going to eventually get on camera, right? He's, uh, he's going to end we'll, up. We'll see. You know, he has a little bit, um, in a couple of the All Elite, um, videos. Yeah. But more as, like, I'm Tony Khan. I'm the owner. Here's Cody Rhodes. Yeah, like, I'm the know, shit. I'm the one that's paying for all this. Uh, you get some right. playing tights on the TNT. You will respect me. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. All right, Phil. Now Starts coming down with a swagger. I don't now, do we think that there's a pre-show? Like, how, how do these guys? How are these guys running this thing? What do we uh, know? <laughs> um, do we, we even we, know anything at this point? No, they have an event. Okay. We know uh, wow. that they're going to be having a pre-show called the Road to Double or Nothing, mm. which will include. Uh, well, it's no longer called the over the ba over the budget battle royal, which they should call it. Oh, because they have a a billionaire backing them, right? Right. Is that, it is now okay. called the twenty one man casino battle royal because they're in Las Vegas. Phil, it's Royale. All right. That, Roy look, look at the way that it's, there's an e at the end of it. All right. So. And uh, Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara will also be 
on the pre-show. Okay. So, so at least those two. Well, that's pretty exciting, you know? Like, uh, um, now who, what, let's start with the Battle Royal. What participants do we have s- announced for this thing? Because I'm sure there's going to be surprises. I'm sure John Moxley is going to finally fucking show up, right? Is that, uh, oh, are we going to, let's do the half, are we doing the half point bet for this pay-per-view? Uh, okay, let's do half point bet. So you're saying John Moxley. John Moxley's showing up. Pac is showing up. Um, and we'll get into all that shit in a bit, but um, which is funny because I'm I'm anti both of those. So. Oh, fantastic, Phil! So, so yeah, let's let's go with both of those then. All right, so so <laughs> I'm gonna say that Pac is showing up. Yeah, um, but let's start with the battle royal, then the, do the next card, and then we'll uh we'll 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 start diving into all that crap. So for the 21 man casino battle royal, we have Sunny Kiss. Brandon Cutler. Sonny! Sonny. I know you want me. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I know you want me. You're telling me that somebody else is going to Sonny as, as she's still alive? Is she alive, though? Yes. Yeah, well, I guess you can call it living. Oh, okay. Living in jail? <laughs> oh. oh. I don't think she's in jail anymore. I don't. I think she just went back. I thought I read something like last I week. I was about to say I, now that you say that, I'm like, did she go back? I, Leave yeah, it in the well, comments down below if you can research if Sonny is in jail or right now. <laughs> or and, not right now. <laughs> Jarleth? Jarleth? I can't read that. I'm sorry. Uh, why are they using the WCW theme song? Because we want to. Because um, so why the, not? Right. So for the Casino Battle Royal, Sonny Kiss versus Brandon Cutler versus Ace Romero uh, versus Glacier versus Brian Pillman Jr. Glacier? Glacier. Wow. Glacier. Like. F- frozen over glacier. Um, <laughs> I know that Vice Sports did a uh, documentary on him like two years ago, right? When he was uh, going at the Joey Janela deal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, then we have our back. we have our second Sunny of the evening in the same match. Sunny days. There's th- what? There's two Sunnies. There's two Sunnies. Oh, in the same so match. it's both of her her uh, her titties. Is that what we're going with here? Oh, okay. Wow. Did you want me to hit that? All right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There's uh, two people named Sonny in the wrestling business right now? Yeah. There's probably more that we're just not remember, you know, thinking of. Um, we have <laughs> Maxwell Jacob Friedman, Friedman, otherwise known as MJF. Uh, Is Joe Just G- Incredible number seven in this match, too? Like <laughs> it, That could be one of the TBAs. Yeah, TBA. Um, speaking of one of them, Joey Janela, um, yes. Dustin Thomas, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc. I thought he was a producer. He's a wrestler now, too? He is a producer, and he is a wrestler. Ah. Remember that part of this message is that they're going to kill the Attitude Era. Could it start with most recently inducted WWE Hall of Famer Billy Gunn? <laughs> oh, um, Jimmy Havoc, uh, Michael Nakazawa, uh, Jungle Boy, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Ken, um, both of which are a tag team together known as Private Party, um, Luchasaurus, and the man formerly known as So Luchasaurus Ty is a mask the gimmick though, right? I believe so, yeah. So that could be a surprise too, is that correct? Absolutely. All right. Underneath could be another mask. Ah. See? See. You think that could be that could be just incredible. Now the winner of this as you said a second and ago. And Sean Spears, hold on. Ty Dillinger, your former Mr. Number Ten, Sean Spears. He's in this shit too? And he drew Card number ten at the dealer's table. Oh, so wow. he will be the tenth wow. entrant into the uh, t- 
2021 man casino battle royale. Jeez, Phil, I don't. What's the weather like down there? Because apparently there's a tornado going through here right now. Holy shit. We had one this earlier today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. Okay. Because uh, of the way weather works. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just noticed my whole windowsill was just soaked. Um, all right. Anyway, so out of all these guys here, Phil, what do you think makes the most logical sense for there to be a winner? I'm going to say Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, the reason Now, is- who is he, Phil? All right, so we got to keep in mind that a lot of our audience doesn't know the indies as well as you do. All right, since you are the president of wrestling, you have to let us know who these um, people in your electoral college are and stuff like that. So, so, so Maxwell Jacob Friedman um, actually on randomly had early notoriety as um, a five-year-old appearing on the Rosie O'Donnell show in the day. <laughs> Oh, is that on his fucking wrestling resume too, Uncle it, Bob? Well, because it keeps finding <laughs> its way released on YouTube um, and through social media as people are outing him for being a snarky little five-year-old brat. Um, is that the, the kid that's walking around with the scarf? Is that who he yes. is? Yes. Oh, this okay. This kid with the scarf. Um, this is the kid that was trained by Brian Myers, otherwise, you know, known yeah. as, uh, you know, your boy, Kurt Hawkins. Mr. Hawkins, yes, yes. Um, and Pat Buck, and started out out at Create a Pro Wrestling Academy yeah. out of Pittsburgh, New York. Um, he then gained a lot more momentum um, joining up with Combat Zone Wrestling. He's their former heavyweight champion. Um, but, of course, has also now made his way through Major League Wrestling, Wrestling Revolver, Rockstar Pro, um, now uh, now signed with All Elite. Um, he came out and, and had a little bit of a challenge for Joey Janela at their launch event. Um, in Jacksonville, Florida. And so it seemed like they were going to go into a rival rivalry of sorts. Um, I'm sure that will continue. Joey Janela, apparently... But he's in the match, though, Joey Janela is, right? Joey Janela is, at the okay. same time, one of the reasons that they might not have gone into a singles competition is Joey did get hurt, uh, I'm trying to remember how many months ago, um, pretty significantly, I think, even requiring surgery. And uh, so he might not be ready to go in singles competition right. quite yet. So, you know, doing a battle royale might be a, a good way to protect them, but still continue the momentum of their feet. Yeah, to keep him um, as the character and stuff like that, right? So right. clearly the two of them are out then, if you ask me. All right, two, the, both of them are not going to win because they're both well, going to ha- they're going to continue the feud going into uh, TV in October, right? Well, well, don't we'll they s- wait? Didn't they all elite wrestling though? Didn't they announce a pay per view in July? They have another event that they announced. Already. Oh, uh, yes. They have an event that's coming in, I believe, June. Um, I have to pull it up. It is a benefit event. Hold on. I'm trying to get over, back over to it. Um, but I, I am kind of going on the side of I think uh, MJF is going to win this because in all of the promos, it's that he's like the chosen one, that he is Cody Rhodes' handpicked guy almost to be like his heir apparent. Um, and if you watch Being the Elite, He's even sort of challenged the Young Bucks for being punks uh, while sucking up. Uh, yeah, Cody the Ro- episode that they had today, they had it so that um, they showed um, him talking shit to the guy last week on the Elite um, that was, uh, um, oh, it's called Fighter Fest, which is funny because of Fire Fest. Um, thanks, Justin. Um, but, but he was talking shit. Like last week they on the episode, they, they, I guess there was there's a worker out by, out by them that never asks for anything, you know, basically is uh exactly what you want 
you know what I mean, doesn't ask for any favors or anything like that, and they offered him a couple contracts, um, Nick Besaw. And um, and this this other guy, what's his name, Maxwell? I keep forgetting what his name is, Phil. MJF, Maxwell M- Jacob. MJF was, like, talking shit to him, and he's – they had they tried to have this guy like act a little bit and be like, hey, stop talking shit about me and my wife, blah blah blah. Um, I didn't think it was too convincing, but they they pushed that. But if he's doing this thing with Joey, like, or that was just for the uh, for the for the rally, then then I don't know. But I, I it just or a little s- bit of both, you know. Yeah, or maybe the two of them are gonna eliminate this guy. But I just don't see him going over now. Who do I see going over? I don't know. Could it could it be Joey Ryan? Because it. I thought the whole thing is that Joey Ryan isn't even signed yet. Or is it a surprise person? Is it going to be CM Punk? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's not CM Punk. He's not coming back. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, you oh, sure? Yeah, I am pretty sure. Pretty sure. So um, to answer your earlier question, yes, there are two more events that have been announced um, by All Elite Wrestling. First, they have on June 29th, Fighter Fest. Um, that'll be taking place at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. And then July 13th in Jacksonville, Florida, it will be uh, Fight for the Fallen, um, which will have proceeds uh, benef- donated excuse me, to victims of gun violence. Gotcha. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, listener. How you guys doing? Good. What's your name? Hey, my name is James. Hi, James. Uh, I, have, uh, I, have, I have two. What? You're breaking up a little bit, James. I have, I have two questions. Yeah, yes. sure. Go ahead. Hey, what do you guys think about uh, Cody versus Kenny Omega on this Saturday? Cody versus Kenny Omega? They're not – or did you say Chris Jericho? Oh, yeah, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. My bad, my bad. No, you're good. Um, We're going to talk about that match later because I think that's one of the main event matches. Um, But who do you have going over in that match? Well, let's say uh, Kenny Omega because he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's definitely definitely pretty. Just good. just pretty good. He's just pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, he's just pretty good. And there's, what, actually, there's actually one better. Gotcha. What's your, actually, what's your second he's question? Signed better than Kenny Omega. What's your second um, question, bud? My second question is: What do you guys think about Josh Hart being signed to AEW? Oh my uh, god! No, <laughs> no! Did, how did this uh, happen? Oh my god! Oh, I already hung up on the kid. Oh my gosh! Oh man! Uh, uh, you so. got punked. It's all you. You're you're managing the Dude, phones. he. But you got to give this kid credit though, because he set this up perfectly. And kudos to you, Josh Hart lover, for for hitting us with a real question. It. He is Josh Hart. He's not, though, because Josh Hart is a basketball player. All right? We figured this out. <laughs> All right? So this kid set us up with a real question to hit us with a not real question. <laughs> Fantastic. The problem is, though, Phil, is that he didn't star 6-7 his shit. So now I have his phone oh, number. no. So guess what, kid? Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> So anyway, so you're going Joey Ryan. I'm going MJF Casino. I'm gonna go with Joey Ryan. He was the first person I said. I don't know a lot of the other guys except for Billy Gunn, um, and it, it only makes sense. You know what I mean? Or they hit it with a surprise person. You know what I mean? Like that's the only thing that I could see happening. You know? 
They hit it with a surprise person because this is on the pre-show, and they're trying to build the intrigue going into their very first pay-per-view event. Makes sense that they would probably do something like that. So you know what? I don't want to go with Joey Ryan. I want to go with a surprise person. Can I just have it as a surprise person as my as my deal? Okay. Why is that not fair, Phil? Because that means that in the world of professional wrestling and for the four unannounced people, one of them could win. All right. If there's two of them, Phil, why don't we go with I pick the second one? Does that make it a little bit more fair? Okay. The sec- So the second surprise entrant. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? So yes. there's two surprise entrances. I pick the second one. All right. Okay. And that's as of, right, as of today, there are four surprises. Yeah. And I swear to God, Phil, if it's Barry Horowitz, then I win the whole fucking thing. <laughs> if Barry Horowitz wins, like you're you're yeah. over forever. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. So what's the next match, Phil? What do we got? Uh the also the other match in the pre-show is gonna be Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. So his name is Kip? Kip. It's like Kip Sop. Kip. Yes, yes, our second kip of the evening. What the hell, Phil? Couple sunnies, um, couple, couple kips. Couple it's a kip up. It's a kip up. Yes, there you go. Very it's good. Towards it. Very good. Um, so, uh, Kip is 27 years old, nine year veteran. Um, okay. Has worked for Progress. Has worked for Ring of Honor. Um, uh, raised in the United Kingdom, so he is a British wrestler. Um, Sammy is very light on his feet. Very athletic. Um, are these two no, cruiserweights? Is that what this uh, is? These are two cruiserweights. Um, or elite both of, weights? Are we going to call them elite weights? There you go. Let's call them elite weights. Yeah. Um, both of these are elite weight wrestlers. <laughs> um, both of them have a very fast style. Both of them like to hit hard. Um, so I'm very interested in seeing what happens. Kip has also been known to show a little bit of a cocky attitude, but that is defining Sammy Guevara. So now I'm a little bit interested in in seeing, seeing where it goes. Um, <laughs> go ahead. I, I I just don't know these guys, you know what I mean? So um if I'm you're leaving, Sammy if you're watching the show and it, leave leave me a comment with your favorite match of this guy and I will watch it later. All right. But um just for argument's sake, who are you going with, Phil? Sammy Guevara. All right, I'll go with the op the other guy. Just to just to just to keep this rolling, all right? Um yep, Sabian. All right. Uh do you know what blood type he is? Oh, okay. Well then, well then, you're no help to me today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, all right, all right, Phil. Uh, so let's pretend that this is the pre-show now, or d- done with the pre-show. What is the main, the main card? Uh, so we have starting off the main card: uh, Aja Kong, Yuka uh, Sakazaki, and Emma Sakura versus H- uh, Hikaru Shida, Riho Abe. And Ryo Mizunami. So are all these people from from across the sea? They are all from across the sea. Is it this isn't the China group, right? Because didn't they b- bring in a group from China? They did. Um, Aja is you know a legendary. These are, wrestler. These are all women. Am I? Yeah, all all okay. women. Um, Aja is a legendary wrestler more, uh, from Japan. Has wrestled Japan, Australia. Um, uh, Yaka is currently the Tokyo Princess Tag Team Champion. Um, also has is a as a member of the Tokyo Joshi. Um, Emmy is a 23 year veteran of professional wrestling and owner of the Gato Move Pro Wrestling um, and current three CW Women's Champion. Hmm. Um, and then that's that's Team One. And then on opposite side, uh, Rio Abe 
uh, um, comes with 12 years of experience. He's currently the Super Asia champion um, out of Gato. Um, Ryo Mizanami, and I apologize if I'm butchering these, these names. Um, it's a part of Pro Wrestling Rave. Um, she has 14 years of experience. She's wrestled previously in the United States as part of Shimmer. Okay. And then rounding out their team is, is Hakura Shida. Um, she is a freelancer uh, more known in the women's scene, holding titles in Oz Academy, Ice Ribbon, Wave, Sendai Girls, and many others. Um, so she looks like she could be the breakout star of all elite wrestling in the women's division in, the, in this six-person tag. Very, very interesting, Phil. <laughs> very, very good. Very, stuff. very interesting. <laughs> Man, I am a, I am the drizzling shits for this podcast here because I just, I just don't know any of these guys now. Now, which ones do you like, Phil? I'm gonna lean more towards um, Hikaru Shida, Ryo Abe, and Ryo Mizunami. Uh, more because of Hikaru, I think she, if, if she's really being looked at as the potential breakout star, I think she's the one to watch. Why now? Why why is it that she's going to be the breakout star? More because she's garnered so much um, overseas press um, and, and awareness, um, being a champion at, at a relatively young age and multiple promotions overseas. So I think many eyes are on her from the international perspective. Okay. Um. So if that's being said, I'm taking her. All right. Because because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And this is a this is a, a six six man tag. Six women tag. Six yeah. women tag. I'm I'm so sorry. Isn't there a um? Didn't they hire like a, a transgender person too? They hired, well, yes, potentially two. And I, but and I I use caution because I don't know the terminology either one of them wants to use. So I'm you know hesitant to be like yes they are transgendered. Um, Sunny Kiss being one. Um, and then um, Naya uh Nyla Rose being the other one. Who was actually in the next match? I was gonna bring up if you want to go there. There you go, absolutely. So the next match is a three-way dance between okay. Dr. Britt Baker. She is a dentist in 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 life. Um, Kylie Ray and Nyla Rose. Okay, so tell us a little bit about all of these women here, Phil. This is all you right now. By the way, if anybody wants to chime in, the phone lines are open five one eight. Three five zero four three one two. I gotta get a lower third graphic. All right, I'm getting enough. I've had enough of having to do Siamese. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> you just need to like put a banner, like a big white block around the purple letters. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it doesn't work that easy, Phil, because I had that last time, and uh, like just right around the letters, and it didn't look very good. But um, but five one eight three five zero four three one two. Do not bring up Josh Hart. <laughs> eh, bring up Josh Hart. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So. <laughs> so out of these three, Phil, in this three-way dance, one of yeah. them being, um, I don't know, dealing with whatever she's they're dealing with or identifying or everything like that. Um, um, we're not we're not talking about any of that crap on this this, this podcast here. No, or, it doesn't matter because they're wrestling. That's, they're that's wrestling. all that matters. That's all they're that matters. Like, um, um, so Britt, as I mentioned before, is a legitimate doctor. Um, trained at the International Wrestling Cartel in Pennsylvania, um, recently signed to All Elite Wrestling. Um, then we, of course, uh, have uh, so let's go to Nyla Rose. We, you know, we we kind of we're kind of trying to be uh, dancing gently around it. It's um, fine. She's a she's a good looking bro. <laughs> um, Chance, whoa, uh, trans wrestler Nyla right. Rose. 
Um, so she's also in this three-way dance. She's the one that attacked Kylie Ray um, during the ticketing event. Uh, or the ticket launch party, I guess you want to, you could refer to the it. The rally, as. Phil. It's a fucking the rally. rally. Right. It was the rally. It was another rally that these guys are I having. Rally. I'm trying to, I'm trying to copy your accent. I can't quite get it. The rally. I don't have a, rally. I don't have an accent, Phil. The, the I'm rally. from New York. Granted, it's, the it's upstate, a New York accent. The upstate part of New York. I, it's not I'm a not bad talking accent. like this, but I, I still, it's all right. It's a rally. <laughs> all right. I want to go with the dentist, okay, on this one here. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Kylie Ray. All right, let's talk about Kylie Ray. Reality of wrestling, freelance wrestling, Zelo Pro, Shimmer, Rise, uh, AAW, tremendous, tremendous athlete. Kylie Ray, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Um, Woo! You're going, with, you're going with the good doctor. Yes, because I want her to turn into the next Isaac Yankum so hard. How sweet would it be? If, like, uh, think about this. Think about the visual, Phil. Here's the promo, all right? We have uh, we have you, all right, for for this whole thing. And you're you're sitting there. The dentist of wrestling. In the dentist chair. And, um, and then all of a sudden you see this smoking hot dentist come in, right? And all of a sudden she's, uh, she's ripping out your teeth. And she's got nasty teeth like Isaac Yankum. She's doing stuff like Dr. Stevie and all that jazz. I she ripping out my teeth. I think yeah, and you you're just you you think it's fine because she's cute, but then all of a sudden because she's a good looking chick, I I know what she looks like, you know, um, but you know I feel like I need to hand you a shovel right now. I'm just waiting. What am I? What am I gonna bury someone right now? <laughs> you're gonna bury yourself pretty. Ah, Thirty days, Phil. Too many deposits have been put down. I'm fine. <laughs> It could be your way out wow. of having to pay for the wedding. Oh, yeah, no. Too many deposits put in for my wedding. It's, it's, I'm basically married. We just wanted to be done at this point. Seriously. There you go. <laughs> right. All this lead in, and you're like, guys, we're done. Like, yeah. we're, 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 yeah. Exactly. We've gone through the steps. We're, ba- we're already <laughs> together. Just uh, give me the ring. Just give me the ring. Jonathan, we're talking about AEW double or nothing. We're on the th- triple threat match. Or what are they calling it? Anything? Do they have a special gimmick yet? Nope, just triple threat. All right, triple threat match, and um, I'm going to go with the good dentist. Now, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Kylie Ray. Okay. Um, she's the sweetheart in all of this. Um, she's that, you know, the plucky young competitor. Um, Nyla's a beast. Nyla wrecked shop. So, I, you know, Nyla, to me, doesn't need this. Um, Kylie Ray does. She could become the young the young plucky champion. You know what? The, I want to go with – I, I want to change my, my vote. And I'm gonna What? I want to go not with the one that you're going with. I want to go with the other one. Nyla. Nyla. Because I'm thinking about it in a PR sort of standpoint, and I think that it's a really good move for them. Um, you know, with the, with everything surrounding this this person and this character and everything like that, I think it makes yes. the most sense for them as a PR to be like, oh, they put the big win on this person here in a world mm-hmm. where everything is so bad, you know? So I'm going to go that route, Phil. All right? I'm going to use my uh, my my – my philosophical sense in this and put the betting. And who do you guys think? Give us a call, 518-350-4312, or write it. It'll pop up on the screen, and we'll be, we'll be able to read it right away. And, uh, Phil, how many matches are on this whole card? What do we have? Uh, we have a grand total of nine matches, so we've gone through four so far. All right. So do you want to take a break, or do you want to do one more? Let's, let's do, one, do more. one more, then take a break. All right. That sounds good. I'm going to go with, uh, let's go with best friends, you know, Yes. 
They couldn't book us, so they, they got couldn't Chuck book Taylor us. I don't know why they Trent haven't Red. booked us. Huh? Right. Cody, Conrad. We know you're working them. All right. Conrad. We're just waiting. And, you know, <laughs> I know I know your guy has my number because he talks to me about it. Just saying. Who, Connie? Uh, no, somebody else. I don't want I don't want to out him because I don't want my name associated with him either. But uh, there's that. I, all right. I don't know who you're talking about. But we'll have That's to. okay. That's okay. We're going to move past it. So best friends, <laughs> Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. So, Which I love um, these fucking guys. I just want to throw these, this out there. These guys are awesome. And, and one of the things that, cool that like makes my brain go like has has like a mini like little aneurysm is for the longest time Chuck Taylor really thought he wasn't good. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, you're great. You're funny. Um, Dude, it, I remember back in the day like like – those videos of him just screaming in the little kid's face and the kid crying after, and I'm like, that's awesome. You're awesome. Um, and then Trent Beretta. Trent um, had been signed by WWE when he was, what, 18 years old. Um, so probably, and he even admitted it, you know, probably a little bit too young for, to really appreciate the benefit and the experience that he got out of it. Um, these two wayward companions. Didn't met he up, also team it, up with our boy Kerr Hawkins? I believe so. I believe so. Um, and so these two wayward companions met together. They became best friends, and then the tag team known as the best friends. Um, yes. And now they are taking on two other best friends, and Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, Angelico. Oh, Jack Evans is in this match. This is gonna be a good one. Jack Evans, uh, you know, Ring of Honor standout. Uh, actually, an international competitor has competed in really has competed around the world, um, but has a lot of uh, acclaim out of Mexico, especially AAA, where he met yeah. Angelico. Um, these two now team up um, and travel the world together. You might have seen them also teaming up together at Lucha Underground. Um, and now these two teams of friends, one being the best friends, take on Angelico and Jack Evans. I think the best part about Jack Evans was um, I, I thought that him and Teddy were a great tag team in the ring, but I think that it really helped his career – getting away from from teddy you know what i mean not like uh I, it's no I, knock on teddy it's just it's, you know you have to be able to explore personalities are personalities yeah. and, and teddy is a uh what we like to call it in the business uh, a very particular personality and i think that just the uh the association of of maybe some right doings and maybe some wrong doings that um that that Teddy has has gone through, maybe uh, gave gave Jack a bad rep. So I think that you know, like that separation has only made it so that he's he is where he is now. You know, very potentially. Um, and and if he had stayed with Teddy, maybe things wouldn't have gone the way for him that they have in professional wrestling. Right. Um. But now he's I, now he's on the on the the hottest show. This is the hottest show, right. not in the sense. This is of, the big ticket event. This is this is it because it's like it's like who's everybody talking about? Who are all the eyes going to be on? You know, it's gonna it's it's gonna be AEW this Saturday, Memorial Day weekend. Um, my pick is gonna be the best friends. I think they're gonna be the ones that can stay with the tag team division that can carry on. Um, Angelica Jack Evans, a lot of international dates and where it might bring awareness for them to get a win. I don't, I don't think so. I feel like let's give the best friends, um, their stamp and let's move them as part of all elite wrestling. I'm going to agree with you on this one here, Phil, just because, um, I think that, um, marketability wise, nothing against the other two, but I just think that, um, yeah, these guys are funny. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, like when they had that podcast. Well, hi Eddie, how are you? Um, um, when we. When they were Eddie. doing when they were doing that that whole shoot interview thing for high spots, I I just thought it was I thought it was great, you know what I mean? So hopefully we get we get more out of them. I I I don't think that this is going to be the the last time that we see Jack Evans, but I think that the part about the argument that you made with that is that it's not like they're on TV ye- yet, right? The the right. show's not supposed to start till October. A lot of things can change before before they're starting to do these weekly programs on TNT, <laughs> but, dynamite. Uh, but yeah, dynamite. Oh, Tuesday night dynamite, right? Isn't that isn't that all making sense? Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, I I do think that though for this here, I think that they're gonna get the big win. I think that they're gonna be coming off as the baby faces. Um, do you think that anything would be happening after the show, Phil? Or um, after the match? I mean, excuse me. No, I think I think this. This is like a one-shot sort of uh, here-we-are sort of deal? I, I really do think so. I think a lot of things are probably going to be contained within the structure of the individual matches until probably we get near the main event um, and then maybe some kind of other appearance or something. Um, so I'm going to say no for the most part. I think it'll be pretty tight. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick little break, and then as soon as we get back – We'll be talking about uh, Hangman Page and the Pac situation. So stick around. We'll be right back. Can't finish the show in just one sitting? No problem. Listen to this in past episodes of the Tim Zabriskie Show on demand on all major podcasting networks, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. It's perfect for the ride home. It's time! It's time! What shirt are you wearing? My Tim Zabriskie show shirt.
Tim Zabriskie Show shirts. Only $10. And uh, Phil, big question. Where do, where do I ship them to? Anywhere in the world. And, and why is that? Because we need the money. <laughs> <laughs> Phil! We, you got a wedding in a month. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Do, do we do it again? <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin? No, we're not going to do it. Go back and watch our last episode for the whole Sarah McLaughlin thing. I mean, look, look at it this way. This is how we're we're trying to get our – we're trying to build our own sponsorship. Instead of getting a Four Hymns or a Dollar Shave Club, we're building up our own identity, and we want you to be part of it. You can get your own Tim Zabriskie show shirt. Exactly. Get it now. Get it now. Eddie. We have all the sizes, Eddie. Eddie, s- send me a direct message, on, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll discuss, all right? Um, but, but yeah, I, um, all the sizes, all the sizes. And, uh, the, the whole joke that Phil ruined here is that I say, Phil, where will I ship it to? And he goes anywhere. And I say, why is that? And he goes, because they're paying for the shipping, Phil. You're paying, they're paying for the Phil every single time. All right. I ruin it every single time. And you do. I always forget. I always forget what the gimmick is. Phil, we had a pre-show meeting about this about seven shows ago, and we said, this is what we're doing, all right? And and I don't don't remember. (laughs) You You can blame one of the several concussions I have. Oh, okay. Oh, now my head hurts. Oh, okay. (laughs) What a jerk. Oh. Oh man, what are you gonna what are you gonna start a concussion lawsuit and go after Vince now? Wow. Seems to really have worked out for everybody else, Phil. <laughs> no, because the only time they ever brought me in, they sat me in the crowd. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah. At I got least, to sit next to Charmel. At least you got the phone call. Right. Yeah. Is there footage of that? Is that on TV? No, because I sat in the crowd like there was like. But you were sat nothing. sitting next to Charmel, so that makes me yeah. wonder. Did they ever like pan over or anything like that? No. You had no we pan? were on we were on where the hard where the hard camera shoots from. Um so that's where we were sitting. Why do they bring you in to have you sit? Because it was one of those like we think we might have a segment we're going to bring you in and then they didn't do the segment. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Um the one time that I was brought in, Phil, on my YouTube page, you can see they didn't bring me in. Like you, you can see it up in the banner. I was sitting in the crowd behind the B team. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Fantastic, right? But Timmy Z four six seven four. That is the YouTube page. Um, make sure you uh, you give me the whole subscribe button there, and that would be just too sweet. It's trademark. Am I allowed to do this? All right, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're. I, I'm surprised we haven't gotten in any trouble yet anyway, Phil. All right. Phone lines are still open. Uh, 518-350-4312 if you want to call in. If you don't, God bless you. But uh, thank you for sh- for hanging did out. You, did you just say 431 and 2? No, I didn't, Phil. I think I just had a little bit of spit in my mouth, but way to bring it up so that I had to talk about that, okay? Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> um, if you, and if everybody could just do us a favor, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Um, definitely share this video. That way you can let your friends know that also watch wrestling, what it is that we're talking about here, because that would be, once again, Phil, just too sweet. All right, Phil. Let's talk about Hangman Page and Pac and this whole situation here. All right. First, I want you to tell tell the people why Pac um, 
aka or fka formerly known as neville is no longer in the uh, wwe what is the reason for that phil uh, well, why is he no longer in the WWE? Yeah, um, let's go all the way back there. All right. Um, do you want to say it was he was un he was unhappy with his spot? Yeah, because because Phil was he not the champion for a fucking year, and then they wanted to, him to put somebody over, and he didn't want to do that, and he quit. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so now when we get to this sh- this show, he this match was supposed to happen, Phil, but what happened? Why is this match not happening on this show anymore? So the official line from all of the wrestling is that there were creative differences. Now, remember, <laughs> right. like, I also want to su- source, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes and the whole, we don't have writers. Right. Okay. Like, I just, just want to highlight that for a quick second. Um, and so uh, I'm trying to find the right title because, of course, now, oh, he is currently – the uh, Open the Dream Gate champion in Dragon Gate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there is the alleged belief that um, because he is that champion, he didn't want to lose. Um, <laughs> oh, Phil, did it, do, do you see a theme here, Phil? Yeah, a little bit. He did. He left the company because uh, we have somebody on the line. We'll, we'll be right with you. Um, <laughs> so, But he left the company because he didn't like his spot because after having the belt for a year – he had to lose it, okay. But now that he's the champion, and he he's got to he's got to drop the belt again, and he doesn't want to. Um, seems a little uh, seems a little ridiculous, if you ask me, Phil. It it is a little bit. I mean, after all that time, sounds like um, Brett the fucking Hitman Hart to me, Phil. All right. right. Why why does it matter? Because I mean, I I don't. I mean, I'll be to be honest, and to be fair, you know, I know. Uh, New Japan Wrestling is the second largest professional wrestling company in in the world, right? Right. I don't know really worldwide how popular Dragon Gate is. Um, that is not a slam on Dragon Gate. I am just not consciously aware. They were bigger a few years ago when when they had the USA edition, right? The Dragon Gate I, USA. That's kind of what I thought. So, you know, my my own belief is is it doesn't hurt the other brand if you have an athletic competition and a better wrestler on that day beats you. Right. Um, and and so I don't think it would have hurt the fact that you were a champion of another company unless they were somehow, you know, brandishing out here's this title from another company. So I'm I am a little bit confused as to how it got to the point it did. But you know, suffice it to say, Pac not involved. Well, I believe he's not going to be involved in the event. Yeah, maybe he'll show up. But um, you think he's going to be there? Get half a point for Tim. Yeah. Um. Hi, you're on the air. Sorry for keeping you there for a minute. No problem, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Who is this? Justin again. <laughs> I always got to come say hi to my boys. Y'all know that. That's right. So what's going on, Justin? What, what do you What do you want to talk about this whole Hangman uh, um, Pac situation? Do you think it Do you think it's a work? Do you think that it's just part of the story? Like, what's the deal? Honestly, knowing Pac and his character, it's honestly hard to say. Honestly, but. Mm-hmm. Do you I mean honestly, do you mean by character? Do you mean character of a person, or do you mean like um like his wrestling persona? His persona, or is it sort of the blend of both and where they meet? <laughs> it could possibly be that. I've never met the man in person. I wouldn't know, but I see it like this. I personally think here's what's going to happen: Hangman Page is probably going to have a one-on-one match, win or lose, and then Pac's probably going to come out of nowhere and ambush him personally. So See, like that's really what I. So you're on my side that he's gonna be there. You're on my yeah, ha- you're, on, think, you're on my half point trail is what that sounds to, like, right? I, that's it. I, 
I think the thing is, I think Pac is going to show up and finish what he started. What? <laughs> yeah, his contract. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just don't know. You know, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. These fucking guys, where it's like, oh. We, it, it, it does start to bring in a couple questions in my brain about, you know, here's a guy who was on WWE television, you know, would have thought that his work visa stuff would have been still in play. And then I remember when WrestleCon came around, he had to cancel off of WrestleCon because they couldn't get his visa secured. And so I'm like, is something else in the air with him? I mean, ah, I could be completely see, wrong about see, all of that. But but why would why wouldn't they why wouldn't they go that route, especially when when all the shit came out that he, he's a quote unquote like uh, not cooperative employee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, why wouldn't Creative they be like, no, no, no. Uh, no, 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 no. It's uh, he's uh, he just uh, has a problem with um, you know, with, with like his visa. Why I would have, as a company, I would have said that instead of being like, you know, right. I mean, who knows what will happen next in the future with, with him. It could be another reason that we all don't know about, and they're you know putting it over in this particular way. So we'll see. Yeah. Justin, you got anything else for us, baby? Uh, actually, yes, I do. Did, do you guys know about the prize for the Battle Royal winner? Yes. They would be getting a future World Heavyweight Championship. Match. At their next Shut up. <laughs> right, and it would be whoever wins – uh, and it'll be against whoever wins the Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega match. Right. So who do you who okay, do you I'm, have going over for I'm, that? What? And I'm like, do they know? <laughs> oh no, we know. We that was, we did that in the pre-show. Yeah, we're going to bring it up in Omega and Jericho. I just wanted to be sure that people and you guys knew about it. That's all. Oh no, we we appreciate you. No, but we we talked about that uh, um about uh 20 minutes ago or something like that. So um. This will be on, on, on the to, to be fair, I might not yeah. have said it when we talked about it. Oh, I thought it. I thought I thought I said it. The one thing I know. All right, Justin, thank you so uh, much for calling in. Can I say one last thing to Phil? Go right ahead. Right to Phil. Say it. You Phil. Watch it. Yes, sir. Am I going to see you at Slamboree on the first? Yes, you will. <laughs> Slamboree? That ended years ago, you guys. Jimmy's it's it's Jimmy's Slamboree. Oh. It's, it's whole thing. MCW Pro Wrestling proudly presents Jimmy Slamboree June first at the MCW Reno, Joppa, Maryland. Uh, check it out mcwprowrestling.com. There's did, my plug. Did you guys lose your fucking dictionary when you came up with that with that pay per view name or that that indie show name? You couldn't come up it's, with anything else besides Slamboree. It's, it's a sponsored event, Tim. By who? And by Jimmy's famous seafood, Tim. Is, and, and and they have requested is this that the, is the name. Is this the same Jimmy that has the um the, the steakhouse in uh in Manhattan that's pretty famous too? Is it the same Jimmy? I, I don't think so, Timmy. All right, Justin, talk to you later. All righty, gentlemen, I will talk to you all later. All right. <laughs> Hashtag Bruiser Strong. <laughs> uh, it's a whole thing. If you don't follow MCW Pro Wrestling, you might not have gotten the whole last minute of that conversation. Go to mcwprowrestling.com to find out more information. But let's talk about more of Double or Nothing, Tim. All right. So, yeah, let's talk more. Um, all right. So what what's the next match that you got? So we have Strong Hearts, that Seema, T-Hawk, and L. Lindemann. Seema? Seema. Like C-I-M-A Seema? Holy C -I -M -A. shit. I-M-A. International sensation. Isn't he the one that murders everybody? 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he just d- brutally destroys everybody. They, their tag team name is Strong Hearts. So, you know, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of Japanese strong style that's oh, coming Oh, my forward, gosh. Coming for the team. They should have called him Strong Heart on. That would have been a better name, right? Wow. Come on, Phil. Wow. You- the strong hard on. I was trying to go hard here. Oh, like you, like you wanted <laughs> that entire time. See? Yes, I got gotcha. you. Okay. You're right there. Uh, with so me. it'll be strong hearts versus SoCal Uncensored. That's Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. That that'll, that'll be a good one. Who do you think is going to go over in this, Phil? You know what? I'm I'm a little bit conflicted because SoCal because Seema's going to murder everybody and yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, because but SoCal Uncensored has been, like, carrying the banner of All Elite Wrestling, I think, even before there was an All Elite Wrestling. Like, they were, the, like, jazzed, excited. They were, like, I mean, at All In, it was Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell. Right. You know, Arrow from Arrow. Um, I, I, you know, I, I feel like they were supportive from day one. They might not be executive vice presidents like the, the senior members of the All Elite crew, but I feel like they're right there. I feel like they're a part of that sort of... We are all elite team. Yes. Um, As a team, sometimes, Phil, you got to take a loss. So I'm going to go with SEMA, okay? So, yeah, there's there's no way that they're not going to have SEMA come over here and um and have him job out. They're 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 gonna make it this guy a fucking established star. They're gonna do what they should have done with um with Hideo Itami and and everybody everybody else right. at like Shinsuke. Like Shinsuke had his chance, but like like these guys are gonna try to they're gonna rectify that whole thing with SEMA and then hope hopefully bring more of these guys over here. So I'm, I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull a Timmy Zabriskie and I'm also going strong hearts. Yes. Yes. Do it. Do it. It's fantastic. Who do you guys have? Leave it in the comments down below. Um, and uh, and the phone lines are open once again, 518-350-4312. We love it when you call in. We do. Tim, raise, raise your right arm ever so slightly so I can read the comment. Oh, the, He said, uh, if it's Moxley and Hangman, there will be no Pac. <laughs> Dude, okay. I just, I'm reading that, Eddie. I'm sorry. I'm reading that as if... Uh, um, we're in Ghostbusters, and it's uh, there is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> there, there is no Pac, only Moxley. <laughs> you get well, it? Yeah, yeah not bad. Yeah, I did. I was, I was there. Sema, um, Sema with a C, not a Z, Eddie. That's somebody else. Zima, somebody else. Yeah, Zima Ion, right? Right. Or DJ Z. Yeah, DJ Z. All right. Uh, so next up, will it be the death of the Attitude Era as Cody Rhodes takes on his brother, Dustin, no longer Gold Dust Rhodes? Yeah, this is uh, this is interesting here. What I find interesting about this whole thing is that there was no, there literally was no um, no compete clause when they released um, um, Dustin Ru- Runnels here, Dustin Dustin Rhodes. Which is funny to me. Like I don't understand that whole thing because that was, I guess, apparently according to the dirt sheets, right? Which uh, lately have been kind of on the shitty side of everything. Um, but supposedly this, like, Triple H was the one that told Vince that he's got to let him go. And I don't, I don't know how how accurate that is. Um, but yeah, I think that that promo was a was a fantastic promo. I don't think that it. 
the I'm talking to one that about that Cody said about um this is generation versus generation. I don't think that it really gave the um it got the the notoriety that it did, but the things that he was saying I thought were fantastic. Um I mean I agree. I think their promos have been on fire. I think the their the promos are great. Um, what's interesting is, is though there is this little bit of excitement and buzz, of course, not just about all elite, but in particular about this match and some of it off of that promo work, the fact they're brothers, there's also this little undercurrent of, Hey, everybody, do you remember 2015 WWE fast lane? That Phil, I don't. So why don't you, uh, um, why don't you let the people know? It was gold dust versus stardust. And it did not go over well. It was not really received quite well by the WWE universe. Um, but why was that, Phil? Why was just, that? It didn't seem like it It really... I remember feeling like it didn't feel like it clicked. Um, I'm trying to go back through some quick you know, notes about it. Um, um, it just, yeah, it just seemed like it just didn't really advance into this great match in that way um all so right we'll see all we'll right see. because now because okay. they're this isn't like this this is gonna be a completely different match than what that was though because let's, let's logistically look at this phil who who's uh gonna agent this match is it gonna be is it gonna be um arn anderson and they only have seven minutes to go or is this going to be a match where um, Cody, who is the uh, executive, yeah. whatever the fuck, <laughs> right, is uh, is wrestling on this against his brother, and they're going to call the whole fucking thing the way that they want to call it? Now, right. now, how do I think? I feel like I feel like the that that kind of makes the argument that you're saying null and void. Um, now was it, was it in the notes that you're reading or, or when you were watching that match, was it sloppy in the sense of, of their timing together? Like, like, did it just not look good like that? Or what what, what are you saying? It's been four years, Tim. So I don't, you know, have instant recall of the match, but I will just say. Why don't you remember remember everything that ever happened in a, in a a company that puts out a hundred hours of programming a week? All right. Right. Why don't you Remember. But Don't I am gonna go it. watch that match later though. Um I just I feel like it was very slow paced. I feel like they never like got out of first or second gear with it. Um I don't feel it was like sloppy, of course. It was just it was just sort of slow. And especially that it was a rivalry and it and it though th- though the steam went into it very strong, it's just when it got executed in the match, my recollection is. But you're absolutely right. In the WWE universe in that atmosphere it comes off very different. Um, you know, it, I think it's I think it's fair to say it's interesting that you know uh, Dustin may have talked Triple H, who then talked Vince McMahon into letting Dustin go. When a few months ago, you know, Cody also said that he had been offered an opportunity to go back to the WWE. That he, I'm sure of, he, I'm sure he fucking did. <laughs> right, and probably not just with All Elite or the success of All In, but also, I mean, that was a huge part of it, I'm sure. But he had rebranded himself, and that was part of the problem with why he felt he needed to leave in the first place. And that, and that, he was basically told by Triple H, "You're Stardust now. You are this guy. Congratulations! Like we're, you're you're done. Like this is where this you're is an be. honor." Uh... <laughs> right. So. 
In honor, uh, you're gonna be a. Uh, you deserve the, the, it, uh. Honky tonka, man. Uh, you're uh, gonna be like uh, your brother, uh. Um. You're gonna be like your brother, uh. He's been here for years, uh. Right. And and Cody was like, no, I wanted more. You know, I you know everybody, of course, every wrestler talks about their dream WrestleMania moment. Um, I mean, I know people who who had who were under WWE contract for a minute in NXT and have didn't go further than that and were like. I had that dream. I was walking in the door and going to my WrestleMania moment. Cody was there and and never felt like he got that opportunity to be able to step up and shine. So he reformed himself. I mean, which has led all the way to the creation of all elite wrestling. Now the opportunity to go up against his brother to possibly kill the attitude era. Um, it's brother versus brother, all elite style wrestling. Tim, who do you got? Who do I have? Ooh, the part of it that's um, that's that's interesting though is that Cody did an interview like a couple days ago too, where, or it was today or whatever, recent. Okay, there, there's your, there's the word um, that he said that this might even be Dustin's last match. Cause let's let's think about this, all right? Like, like Dustin's been around longer than just. Um, what was it? 1996 when he when he came to the WWE or like with the whole like uh, he's trying to blow Razor Ramon thing, um, but 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 the he's been around way longer than that. Like when did he even start in WCW? You know, it was like 1989 or something like that, right? It was something like that when he was like what 15 years old. Yeah, yeah, baby, you're gonna come in and uh, be my son. <laughs> But, but <laughs> did not did not mean to hit that at all. Sorry. No, but it worked perfectly because it was a whole WCW flashback. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna just pretend like I did that on purpose. Um. But but yeah, I mean he's been around forever. So so do you think that this this is gonna be his last match? Because that could that could put a lot into the whole booking. Um. I mean, it has to be leaning in that direction. I don't think it'll be his final forever match. Um, but, you know, this will probably be the biggest match that he might have at All Elite Wrestling. He might move into another role. Um, yeah. So I I am conflicted, I'm going to say. I, see, I, I, even typing it, I'm like, Cody, Dustin, Cody, Dustin. <sighs> That's why I asked you, who do you got, Tim? I think that... Um... I think that Cody's gonna get that big baby face pop at the end of the match after he wins. You know, I think that, uh, and then they're gonna hug at the end. A big fucking banner of Dusty Rhodes is gonna come down, right? And and then they're gonna be pointing at it. You know what I mean? Everyone's gonna fucking cry and everything like that. Tears, tears, like gr- alligator tears, right? <laughs> Isn't that the expression? Where did that expression come from? Do alligators have big tears, Phil? No, they don't. I don't think they actually cry at all. Yeah, so what What the hell is, oh, my God, the gigantic alligator tears. I don't know. But I'm going to go with Cody on this one. Um, I will say I know Cody. Um, so I'm going to go with Dustin. Um, <laughs> Black rain is coming back, Eddie said. <laughs> I like it. Um, I will say kind of why we're on the topic of Cody. He also did file um, for being able uh, to use the trademarks um, Battle Bowl and Bunkhouse Stampede, which he did receive. Um, their former WCW pay-per-view names. Um, he did try to also get the bash, bash at the beach. beach. Yeah, yeah, and that did not um, did not go because the WWE had registered the bash, just the phrase the bash, 
um, under trademark. Yeah, which also came from Bash at the Beach, though. So Yeah. Um, he's saying that his reasoning was to have ownership of all the things that his father created. Yeah, and he actually got Dusty Rhodes' name back, too. Yeah. So is he now officially Cody Rhodes now? Does he get that name? or did, did... I bu- Yes, because that was – well, what's interesting is actually as you say that, um, I had been seeing like where he's listed on their Wikipedia page, where he's listed under all these other things. It just says Cody. Like well, th- Cody that's, versus that's Dusty been the Rhodes. long time. That's been the right. long time thing though, because he because they own the like the Cody Rhodes name. Like he could never be Cody Rhodes. He had to always say his Cody, which is why when um when he would come out with Brandy, it would be Cody and Brandy Rhodes because they didn't own the Brandy Rhodes name. It was it was it was crap like right. that. You know, it was a, it was the whole Team 3D versus Dudley Boys thing. Like they apparently 3D was fine, but not Dudley Boys. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can't I can't find it in a quick search. I, I just can't find um, other than a reference in 2016 where he's like, I own the Cody. I own the Rhodes name, um, but but I can't find anything more than more than that. But that's the whole that I, I, I'm pretty certain that th- that was the whole thing. And he was he was pissed about that when he left because he couldn't be the Ro- be Rhodes anymore. You know? Right. I, I believe so. Yes. Um, he did get um, Eddie, and I'm not even uh, lying. Eddie just wrote the American Nightmare, and I, I literally didn't get that until probably about four months ago. I was, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, cause his dad is the American Dream, but now he, he's the American Nightmare. He I d- did I d- file for the trademark or applied wow. for the trademark Dusty Roads. Um, he, uh, they also applied for the trademark. Well, actually, Starcast applied. For the trademark for Jim Crockett Promotions and Ten Pounds of Gold, which is interesting that they would try Ten Pounds of Gold since that's because an of NWA. NWA, right? Um, but I, it, it just says that they filed. I don't see the the results of those filings. So yeah, those um, things don't. They're not fast. Those things take a long time, you know, right. because it's one fucking douchebag like me that's just sitting there like, mm, yeah, let me do all this fucking research. It takes forever. It's not. It's not like. Uh, it's not like anything else. So Tim. 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 Uh, how about for the AAA World Tag Team Championships, the champions, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, versus the Lucha Bros of Penta L0M and Phoenix? Uh, it's very, uh, very, pretty, pretty interesting here. All right. So, um, obviously, the, the, the Young Bucks are. This match is gonna be fucking sweet, though. All right, I th- I I really like these guys. You know what I mean? I, all of them, all four of these guys. I think that they're great. This is where it gets complicated for me, Phil, because the thing is, is that it's for the AAA World Championships. So, are they gonna really put it on the like the the young who's coming in as champions right now? Phil. Sorry, I had my mute button on because uh, I coughed. Um, the Young Bucks are coming in as the champions. Okay, so that just solves it for me. The thing is, is that they're gonna be pulling the same um, um, uh, BTE deal. They're gonna these guys are gonna take it for the team. If we're putting Cody over against his brother, they can't have they can't they can't make face with having everybody fucking uh, having every. The all the executive fucking vice presidents go over on this thing, right? Right. The champions are coming in 
and the championship is going back to Mexico. Who's flying back to Mexico, Phil? The Lucha Bros. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to have to go with the Lucha Bros. This match is going to be fucking sweet no matter what. But it just it just makes the most sense for me um, for for these guys to uh, to drop the belts here, you know what I mean, to show everybody that they're humble, you know what I mean, and everything like that, and they don't have to win every one. Because after this, they're going to go on the winning streak that they want, right? Cause they, right. Because they run everything, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I think that, uh, I think that it makes sense for the young bucks to lose here. How about you? Um, I see. This is where I go a little bit back and forth on, on this one because, again, if I'm kind of sticking that Dustin might go over against Cody, does that then give room for the young bucks? I'm kind of leaning more with you that it's going to be the Lucha Bros. Okay, yeah. I mean, because, like, think about it, though, logistically. To everybody else that's watching here, thank you for uh, still hanging out with us this late into the game. But um, my point being is that is that these guys are going to have their own tag team championships, and they, they're not going to have the, the – these triple A titles that are on there. They're basically doing this though to show that like they're they're they are a team, right? They're these guys are team players, unlike the big bad wolf WWE that doesn't want to work with any other company. But AEW will. That's the whole reason why this match is happening. That being said, these guys are are going to drop the belts to show that they're gonna work this out. Or that, or that that they're still team players, and then at the same time they're gonna bring their own tag team championships in when they start doing uh um you know Tuesday night Nitro on 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 Tuesday right so it just makes sense for them to kind of lose here all right who do you yeah. guys think leave it in the comments down below and um and and let us know or f feel free to call in five one eight three five zero four three one two Phil uh how about we go next to how many matches do we have left Phil. We only have one more match left, Tim. Phil, you, you got to let me know it's the main event so that I can hit the hit the thing. I was I was how trying to get to that. Phil, how many and you times? cut me off, Tim? How? Tim, we've tried this. Why aren't you paying attention <laughs> to the cue I'm giving you? Okay. It's time for your main event, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be. It's time for the main event. I cut you off there. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, I'm still cutting you off. That's okay. Uh, am I, do you want me to stop talking now? No, you're fine. Do you want me to keep going? You're totally, you're totally fine, Tim. <laughs> there are a pair of twins in the hallway, Tim. They're waiting for you. Phil, true story. Side note: before you actually say the the announcement of who these people are, um, going back to what's happening in 30 days with me getting married. All right, Phil, as you mentioned, twins. Both of my grandmothers are twins, okay? Okay. Rosa is a twin herself. Okay. So I think I'm fucking screwed. That sounds like 16 kids I'm about to have. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, coming from someone, my my father is one of nine children. Yeah. Uh, his mom was one of seven, and my mom's mom was one of 12. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be yeah, a lot like, of kids. Lots of life. Um, so now in your main event, and now to do give I, a Do you want me to hit the, the drum roll again, or are we, we good on that? I'm good on that because uh, one stipulation will be that – oh, my gosh, I lost my frigging page because my brain is melting. Uh, so one caveat of this match 
is that uh, whoever wins between these two competitors will go on and be inside the All Elite Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship match against the winner of the 21-person Casino Battle Royal. And when does that happen? They have not announced that. And what's the name of the show in July or June? Taco Tuesday or something? The one in the one in June is Fighter Fest. Oh, Fighter Fest. I love it. Fire Fest. Did you see that documentary? It, ex- exactly. It's it, it's a whole rib on Fire Fest because oh, it's F Y T E R. Fighter Fest. Oh my gosh. It's fantastic. I love yes. it. They're, these guys are gonna be fun. Um, so we in your main event, Tim. Go, you gotta go you gotta go quiet. No, but Chris. Chris. we gotta have the little squeak in your voice. Do it like you don't really do. I like it there. It's funny. It is dead in the one corner between Chris Jericho versus Kenny Owens. Phil, you were too quiet on that. Can you I'm sorry. Guys? Okay. You- <laughs> <laughs> People, they want to hear you at okay. home. All right. Let they don't want to be fair. like, oh well. Okay. Let me be fair. I've had pneumonia for two weeks. <laughs> say Christopher. <laughs> I almost did. I really almost did. <laughs> and then his opponent. He is the Alpha? No, that's wrong. <laughs> Dude, you said, it's funny though because you said that Jericho is the Omega. I did. I totally did. Uh. Because he's the end of Kitty Omega. That's right. <laughs> Chris Jericho goes one-on-one against Kitty Omega in the main event of Double or Nothing. Tim, Chris Jericho, or Kenny Omega? <laughs> well, let's talk. Jump, jump, jump. Let, let's Haven't talk. You wrestled Kenny Omega? No, I was supposed to, and then uh, I think he got double booked, or the show got canceled, or something like that. Uh, it was on the card, yeah. and he would have lost, Phil. <laughs> no, I probably would have lost. But <laughs> but but so anyway. Like, okay. So who do you have Tim for? Chris. Jericho. Well, Phil, let's go. Let's let's start up the backstory. Oh, Phil, go into the backstory. How do these guys know each other? Why is there such a heated rivalry? I have to go through the backstory. Why don't you? You should know this. You know one. what, Phil? Phil, I'm fucking ready. All right. You go, dude. You go. Uh, Phil, just give me what year the the first thing happened. Oh, for the love of God, <laughs> Phil, I I I know generic shit. All right, I don't know all the specifics <laughs> here. All right. I uh, I want to say it was 2017, Phil. Nope. Was it 16? Well, the the confrontation was 2017. Thank you, Phil. So there was a uh, a confrontation in 2017, and um, the big thing here was that um, Chris Jericho he really made a point to let everybody know that he went to Vince McMahon and said, "I really want to do this match, and I think it's going to be great because they're going to look at me as a as one of your guys." So he went to New Japan, and there was promos and every all this awesome buildup for this match here between the two of them. And um, then when the match happened, Phil, who went over? I can't even remember. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega went over in New Japan, and Jericho went there as an out, outsider who hadn't been in New Japan for 
I think over 20 years at that point, right? Probably, yeah. Something like that. So then um um they remain their they retain their friendship. Jericho kept going out there. He was supposed to do an angle in New Japan with with somebody else. Phil, who was that other person? Naito. Yes. And um but that that didn't actually come into fruition for some reason. Did we ever find out why? Uh I really don't know to be honest. But, um, but but Jericho was the man during yep. 2018 when this was all happening because um he like he did this match with Omega and then he showed up at at the Royal Rumble and then he was at Raw or it, it, all of these things were happening. He was he was everywhere at this point. But then um things started to go a little sour between his relationship with Vince is what it seems like. Or this is just the the narrative that Jericho is putting out because he's really good at doing that. And then the Jericho cruise happened. He and he kept everything going with with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and things like that. And now um now that Jericho is uh what 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 is he? What what is he in this? He's a um does he have a, a title? He's the uh um, he is the Ayatollah of rock and roll. He's the executive Jericho-holic, right? There you go. <laughs> like, um, and now, now that we're getting this match here, um, it it it's it's round number two, and it's here in America. Oh, and also at All In, Jericho had made an appearance, and the the whole thing was that he told he had back in the day when he had this conversation with Vince, he said he was never going to wrestle in America because this is this is Vince's territory, and he's loyal. But here he is, and now. But now he's also saying that he's banned. Um, but leading up to this match, Phil, the one thing is that he put out a tweet at the end of um, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view ta- talking shit about Brock Lesnar winning and how nobody wants to see him anymore and blah, blah, blah. And people were just laying into him on Twitter. Did you did you read any of this, Phil? Um, I did. I thought it was actually a sarcastic tweet. I thought it was really him... Um, just being being Jericho, but people were just right. like, "Wow, you're f- well." You know, it's hard to tell emo- human emotion in text, and I understand that. So it's like a lot of people were just like, "Well, aren't you fucking hypocritical? You're main eventing a world like a, a lead up to a world heavyweight title match <laughs> on a new company's pay per view." You know what I mean? Pretty fucking hypocritical, if you ask right. me. You know what I mean? Because he's had his issues with Brock, so that's why people were kind of feeding into it more. You Didn't know? he? Wasn't I mean there was a whole encounter between them in the back allegedly where Jericho punched yeah, him. Yeah, well the whole, uh, I guess what it was was um when he had that match with uh when Brock oh. had the match with Randy Orton and he he busted him open hard way and I guess Jericho wasn't privy to the situation, so it seems it's so Jericho thought it was a fucking shoot, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I guess when he when Brock was coming through Gorilla like Jericho, fucking said something to him and and that was that you know. Yeah. Um, so the tweet he sent was awesome to see at Brock Lesnar win the hashtag money in the bank match, even though he wasn't officially entered. Brock is the future of the biz. And this perfect example of genius booking shows why at WWE will remain on top forever. Hashtag go Brock go. Yeah. So he clearly was being sarcastic, but then but then people were just like. Well, who the fuck are you, you fucking hypocrite? For all the reasons that I stated before, main eventing the the, you know what I mean. Even though he's being put in that role as the veteran and everything like that, you know what I mean. But yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, looking at this match here, it's really hard for me to kind of for, for me to kind of figure out who who exactly it's gonna be. So, um, I could see two things happening here. Like, like number one. 
is is Jericho wins. All right. So with Jericho winning, then we have a great match. It it makes the two of them even, right? If Kenny won the first one, Jericho wins the second one. Then it what it also does is it puts a really awesome match like with whoever wins the battle royal on the pre-show for the next show and let's just say it happens at in June, all right? Um but then you get the other way where Kenny wins twice, it kind of ends that whole thing with with Jericho, goes into this this new era um going against this person in the battle royal and of course it'll be a great fucking match so there's two ways of really looking at it here phil i just i just i want to hear your perspective before i make my decision just because i want to i want to see where your your thought process is with now especially with what i'm saying here so you know part of all of this is you know this is a grand experiment in many ways for all elite wrestling Will it the whole fucking thing is a grand experiment, right? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, they do have announced their next two events beyond double or nothing. They've already announced that they're going to be on television on TNT. So, you know, there there is progression being made towards the future of what's going to happen with them. And if you're talking about the future, you could have that. Are they like you said, are they going to be using Chris Jericho's name to help build up Kenny Omega for more of an American audience, even though I think a lot of the same fans who know them from New Japan are going to be watching them at Double or Nothing. So I don't even think it's necessarily a new or different fan base. Um, even if there is some pull from, you know, more quote-unquote mainstream WWE fans who've never watched Kenny right. Omega who might be watching this because they know Chris Jericho's on. Which I don't know because, uh, you know, there there are smatterings of some WWE folks, um, but they it's not like it's been advertised on television, so they would have only had to have watched or seen things that have happened on social media f- to be aware. Um, so I'm gonna I'm leaning more more and more towards uh, Kenny Omega. Um, I think that this would be the opportunity to really get him moving forward, uh, which is weird because you know he's he's one of the top stars in the world. Uh, I mean we mentioned this before. New Japan Pro Wrestling is the number two wrestling promotion in the world. You have WWE right. and then you have New Japan. So this isn't like oh you're talking about a tenth tier promotion. That's from an international market that no one knows about. This is an international company that sells out their well, I shouldn't say sells out their pay-per-views over, you know, online, but has an abundance of online uh, on-demand watchers from the United States and from around the world. Um, I think Kenny Omega is that guy. I think he is that future, um, and I think he is the one to who kind of needs this establishment a little bit more. I'm going Kenny Omega. All right, and I'm going to go the opposite of you. I'm going to be going with Jericho for a lot of the reasons that you're saying, but just but just the latter of it. The big thing here that we're not really looking at is the network that they're on, and they need that that mainstream notoriety of Jericho, right? To right. to really to really be the driving force, and he understands that. He knows that he's in that role, which is why they're cutting promos with with Jericho, where they're saying. Uh, where there's where they're having Cody thank him in in Cody's office. Thank you. You're right. You're do you're helping us out. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Because that's the whole thing. Like it's it's uh they're, they're going to they're going to be using the Jericho mainstream name. Like this guy is uh he's kind of the Howard Stern of wrestling. Jericho is because he sings, he does he's been on television shows, he's been on late night, you know, all that crap. You know what I mean? He's 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 
kind of a household name at this point. He's the king of all wrestling media. Let's let's, right. just, let's just call him that. You know what I mean? So it only makes sense yeah. for them to really to really take that and and utilize it to really establish this brand. You know what I mean? TNT is not TNT is not Spike TV. Let like let's let's think about it like that. TNT is fucking everywhere. All right, this this is not this is this is huge. All right, if and if you don't and it's I think it's a lot harder for people that don't really like follow television as much as like like I do in the sense of like not not so much ratings because ratings is kind of more of a thing, but it's like it's like think about how many how many people get TNT compared to anyone that's ever gotten Spike TV or or when. Or any of these other channels, you know what I mean? Like this is a network. This isn't this isn't just like a regular um, channel in that sense. So they really need like, especially when it comes time to you know booking like uh, these commercial spots that'll go on in the quarter hours and things like that. Not just not to sound like a like like a like a G or anything like that, but I'm just saying like these are things that you got to really think about where right. where. Oh, I like visually. Like when you look at a commercial and you see you see Chris Kenny Omega's face and yeah, that's a sweet name and everything like that, but as as Joe Schmo here, you know what I mean, who doesn't know who like like Carrie whatever that you were saying before, but if I identify with with seeing Jericho, oh, that was that guy that was on uh WCW when I watched 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Right. Because those are the people that are watching TNT. That's what's going to really help them get to the next level. So I feel right. like Jericho winning here is going to be that catalyst for the all the promotional material going as they can continue to do well. well that's it too, though. I think they can still use them in that way. Um, I mean, how do I word this? I, I, I think there is so much of the televised WCW, WWE, Chris Jericho that we've seen. And even when he did New Japan, like we still kind of got that version of him. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, um, versus a Kenny Omega who has not had that kind of um, restriction plate on him before. Um, so I feel like he can go a little bit more. I think if you're looking at then branding the future of professional wrestling, are you going to do the same thing that we've seen Impact Wrestling do? Let's bring in the WWE guys who are no longer there, and they're our top guy. Um is that really where you want to go when you're talking about building up the future of your company? Um, you know, and AJ Styles certainly was the exception to that at Impact Wrestling. Um, but we're talking about a a, a different kind of company. Um, but and already, AJ, AJ didn't fill that spot until he was there for years, though. Right. That's what I mean, though. Like he had, I mean, he busted his butt, but it took a lot to get through that for it to be AJ. Um, and, you know, if you're looking at then whoever's going to go on to face the winner of the 21 man or 21 person um, casino battle royal, I think it's, you know, Omega has that that better presence of being able to work with a younger talent, I think, than a Chris Jericho does to present a heavyweight championship match for a company like this. I I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm so I don't know. But with what I'm saying, though, too, though, is we're not talking about like Jericho having like a. Uh like a year run with the belt. Right. All right. We're talking about Jericho having the belt for maybe the first or second pay-per-view while they're while they're just starting their television, you know? Uh-oh. Sounds like we're going to call. 
We have a caller. Um, Jarlith. You're on the air. Oh, maybe it was maybe it was a robo call. There you they, go. They could have been a robo. So I see Jarlith also also asking the question: Will uh, AEW and Ring of Honor work together? I think right now, no. Um, maybe there'll be some opportunities in the future. I think there's a little bit of hurt feeling um, because remember, like I said, when I when we started talking about this, All In was co-produced by Ring of Honor's production team. Um, that there are people behind the scenes that help do things like agent matches for All In. And now those are not the people who are helping with all elite wrestling. It's a different team. So I do think there's going to be separation between those two ident- between those two brands. Yeah, I mean, what what did Ring of Honor expect? You know? It's a different company. Right. And 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 that's not any that's not a slight to Ring of Honor or to all elite wrestling. It's just they're they're two separate identity identities, two separate American companies. All elite wrestling is trying to say we're stepping up, we're doing a new thing. And we're going to be the new face of professional wrestling on a national level. Right. Exactly. So, Phil, you asked me, and I'll go first this time. It's, uh, it's going to be hard, but I'm going I'm going with Jericho on this one. All right. I okay. think that I think that it it just makes sense. It just makes sense to me, Phil. Like 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 we're he's got to have he's got to have that win because also Phil, it makes them one and one between this match at New Japan. And this match here, so that later they can have the big fucking blow off spot later on. You know what I mean? Because like fantasy booking wise, Phil, what if we did it to where Jericho wins here? All right, he goes over on Omega. Then whoever um, I picked one of the, I picked random person number two. Random person number two beats Jericho in in the uh, in the championship match. Okay, so then random person number two, and then. Down the road, Omega could beat this person here, and then Omega now has a challenge from Jericho for a pay per view coming up. That, right, like that to me is what makes sense. So I gotta go with Jericho here. Who do you got? Um, I'm going Kenny Omega. Um, kind of for the same reasons you're saying. I, I and again, when I try to think about, and this is gonna come off as a slight, and I feel bad that it does because I know the the capabilities of of the wrestling genius that is Chris Jericho. But when I think of like, okay, let's say main event time, whoever wins, even though I'm going Omega, you're going Jericho. Okay, here's John Moxley. Moxley shows up to take on whoever. He's going to fight somebody. Well, do you want to see what was a WWE match from like seven years ago with Chris Jericho versus John Moxley? Or, or excuse me, what was Chris Jericho versus Dean Ambrose? Or do you want to see John Moxley versus Kenny Omega? You know, you know, so it's it's even in that mentality of my brain. And I feel bad because it wasn't I feel like Jericho, to a degree, got more due than many people expected at times in the WWE and did rise to that to, of course, that main event status because he was the first um, unified heavyweight champion in the WWE. Um, he had that presence in the WWE, but also right. he had that little bit of I'm the comedy number two guy like I'm not. I'm not a Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm not a Rock. I'm not a John Cena. I'm not that guy. But everybody knows who Chris Jericho is. So there is a brand identity. But I think there's other ways to utilize that versus a Kenny Omega who's so versatile in the ring, who can really go, who can fly, who can move, who can wrestle, um, who can go hold for hold, who can brawl it out. Um, yeah. and, and so that's kind of more why I'm leaning for Omega too because I think he has that better potential. Gotcha. Phil, we're not going to be chatting for a couple weeks, but um, what do you got going on this weekend? 
Uh, this weekend, I'm at, I am at Classic Pro Wrestling in Aylet, Virginia at the King William Volunteer Fire Department. Anything else going on? That is all I have for this coming weekend. And, of course, I mentioned earlier in this program when I was asked uh, by Justin, who called in um, on June 1st, make sure you check out MCW Pro Wrestling at the MCW Arena in Joppa, Maryland. It's a benefit event um, for one of our wrestlers, Bruiser, who was diagnosed with leukemia. Uh, for those of you who might have been following my social media, I recently lost my uncle to leukemia. Uh, so no, I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry about that, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so, you know, there's a little bit of a personal connection there. Um, I've known Bruiser now for a while, too. So, you know, there's there's that personal relationship I have with him. Um, and as he's recovering, you know, certainly financial benefits for his him and his family is, is greatly appreciated at this time. So all the support and love that you can give and special announcement, breaking news. We just broke it on MCW Pro Wrestling Social Media. While we were talking, um, Leo Rush will be making a special appearance on June 1st <laughs> at MCW. Oh, great. Ask him if he's still employed. He is. He is. This was done with special arrangement with the WWE to make an appearance. Yeah, okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for popping by um, and, and hanging out with us for even a second or if you stuck out, stuck it out for the whole thing. Um, if I don't see you, um, catch me outside. How about that? We'll be here for our next pay-per-view, which will be um, um, Super Showdown, which is coming up very soon. Phil, do you? And this is the this is the this is the new cover for the podcast for that one. But um, yeah, Super Showdown. No money yet, Mr. McMahon, but they're looking. Um, but yeah, if we don't see you, catch me outside.